0: Hey, folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined again by Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I open a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. Today, more than any time before, we believe that we're living in and through what is unfolding as one of the most impactful global events in history. The COVID pandemic is driving never-before-seen change in the world, which is leading to escalating confusion, uncertainty, and ultimately, fear. Your view of the world, or more specifically, your view of your world, represents how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it, whether it is the growing societal divisiveness, the need to pivot in a business or career, or for many, the shifting family dynamics, few have trained for or know how to prepare for what is unfolding before us. However you are experiencing what is happening in your world, Stephanie and I are committed to guiding and supporting facilitating deeper conversations in the realm of our mental, emotional, and spiritual health and well-being. These Mindset Matters episodes are intended to provide a context of what are bigger and deeper conversations that we hope inspire you to ask yourself different questions or to pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We invite you to check in to ask yourself, is the path you're on the best path for your journey And are you still clear on your intended destination or has it changed? Our intention for each Mindset Matters episode is to provide you useful tools that you can apply in your life to help you in taking meaningful steps in achieving your vision, your goals, to be your greatest self and live your best life. Listen in. Enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire podcast, Mindset Matters episode with the beautiful, the lovely, very smart, Stephanie Hanlon and Francie. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Patrick. So we're here, we're talking Mindset Matters, and the path that I want to take us down today is around the rules that we live by. And, you know, realizing actually that we all live by a set of rules, uh, you can almost guarantee that we do because we do but are we aware of them and as a matter of fact do they serve us you know are you living by a set of rules that you're doing it unconsciously and it's probably or not probably it could not it may be that it's not serving you so let's talk about some of the rules that you may want to bring your awareness to and that we want to live by I'll use some of the ones that I live by and I actually had to sit down and uh, you know and write them and get really clear on them and and but I'm pretty clear on them and you know and I think that I've done enough of this stuff over the years that it just kind of came to me. Now, some of them I actually got clearer on. So the first one, the rule that I want to live by. Do you want to have any comments on this by the way?
1: Uh, well most of us have unconscious rules we live by mm-hmm. you know and we are usually reactive instead of responsive so when we talk about the rules to live by or or you know in you know Jordan Peterson for example one of my favorite authors the 12 you know oh, rules yeah. for life etc yep. and the 12 more or whatever I mean I haven't read a second book yet but there's so many conscious yet and unconscious, Rules that sometimes drive us, that take us into areas of life that maybe we don't really want to be in, but we end up there because we're so committed to those unconscious rules.
0: Well, here's something else. You know, the one thing that uh, I've got is some, I've got age, I've got years on this earth. So I I am, uh, you know, I bring some, I guess, some wisdom based on experience. But here's something that occurred to me is that rules change. And so they, the change as you grow and as you evolve and as you get smarter and as you develop as a person, your rules could change. You know, what you would stand for before, you don't stand for anymore. You know, the rule that you live by, go, no, that doesn't serve me anymore. But here's the thing. Until you bring your awareness to it, you could be going down a path of actually not living by your rules. You're maybe living by an old set of rules and, um, you know, and and not changing, whatever story you've got saying, no, oh, that's what I've always done. Well, then consciously change the rules. Okay. So let's go down some paths of some rules that just examples. And uh, these are rules that I kind of like to believe I live by. And uh, I think I do a pretty good job. Probably not always, let you know, I damn it. I'm human. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for context? Okay. So this is an interesting one because as uh, coaches that we are, we often talk about values. And one of the values that people always say is, One of my highest values is integrity. Now, you and I have a whole different conversation around integrity, what that means, the definition of integrity. So in our definition of integrity, you can only ever be in or out of integrity with yourself. Okay. I can't be out of integrity with you. I can lie to you. Okay. But I'm not out of integrity. I'm out of integrity with myself. If I say I'm not a liar and it turns out I am, then I'm out of integrity with me, not with you. You're at the effect of me being out of integrity with me. Is that confusing?
1: No, it isn't, but I think people have a definition where they go around judging people's integrity. Well, that person's out of integrity because they didn't do what I said they or what what they said they were going to do or they are out of integrity because they did something I didn't like, for mm-hmm. example. And that's why that word is tossed around so inconsistently, and incorrectly.
0: Yeah. Integrity is an interesting word because there is the definition of integrity as in integrity that we talk about it in this context, which is, you know, am I in or out of integrity and how the world views? Then there's structural integrity, right? But structural integrity is interesting too, because it actually applies to you know, us as human beings, which is structurally in who we are being, are we in integrity? So that's getting a little bit too out there and, you know, probably esoteric. But here's the thing about integrity. The rule that I want to live by, and I had to be reminded of this as uh, I went off the rails a little bit with it, you know, in business, which was being true to myself. So integrity. So rule number one, true to myself over everything else.
1: So that would be you being in integrity with yourself, being, being true in to integrity. yourself,
0: being true to myself. Yeah, got it. And that's, it can piss people off. Okay. So get, you know, and it's not just my rules, by the way, this is a, this is a, you know, we know lots of people that they live by that, whether they're conscious of it or not, it's like, No. I'm not doing that. And it can really piss people off when you take a stand and say no. And it's not to make somebody else wrong. This is a values conversation that we often encourage people to understand what their values are. And it's a values conversation. And I must stress is that my values are not right and somebody else's are wrong. That's not the conversation. Being true to myself and integrity being the number one rule, being true to myself and over everything else is my values and it's not to make other people's values wrong. They're just their values and they should stay true to them. And sometimes those align and they match and sometimes they don't.
1: Yeah. And that's the biggest thing is that when you get you are misaligned or your values are misaligned, and that can change with a long-term relationship where people's values change and, or they just haven't been truthful or haven't had them brought to their awareness, or I haven't been truthful about my values or I've compromised. So really when relationships go south or when things are are not going well in a, in a partnership or a relationship, it's generally a misalignment of values.
0: A hundred percent. And to your point, values change. And, you know, this is interesting because, you know, we see this over the years with uh, young couples. So for example, they're two young couples, you know, they're, they're buds, they're pals, you know, their wives, are best friends, then all of a sudden one of those couples has a family, you know, has a baby. And the next thing you know, they don't hang out as much. They don't go to the bar as much. They don't whatever, you know, the point is, is that, you know, their values changed and that's it. And you know, it's not that, you know, it's not, we don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, you don't have to break up. (laughs) You know, just that, sorry, my child's my priority. Okay. So rule number two, urgency, move with a pace. That's a pet peeve of mine is sloths. Uh, It drives me crazy. And it's like, Pick up the pace, like move, and and I, I I I walk with meaning. I walk with urgency, and it's not like I'm in a hurry. I just move, and and I think that's one of the rules that I live by. It's an awareness of how I'm being.
1: Yeah, I get that. I think the walking with urgency, uh, speaking with urgency, making decisions, understanding that urgency is not about panicking. It's just really about having um, a commitment and knowing that things are are time sensitive at times. But I love the fact that, you know, we go for a walk sometimes and I just want to meander. I just want to check things out, oh, smell gosh. the roses. It drives you crazy. Yeah, yeah. it happened to us in Mexico once, you know, you were walking with purpose down the beach and I wanted to have this romantic experience. And basically, I just stopped and turned around and went the other way because it was just a misaligned understanding the values.
0: Okay. I want to bring more value than I take. And this is an interesting conversation, something you just said in the word time. You know, when we do it, we do lots of webinars, we do lots of uh, work. And, you know, one of the things that we say to people all the time is, you know, is time is a non-renewable resource. You know, that's it. There is no renewing it. And so we want to value somebody's time. It's uh, understanding that what I bring to the table and what I want to bring is I want to bring more value, okay? And value is also on time. I want to value somebody's time. I want to respect their, their time. and And I want to bring more value to a relationship or to a circumstance than I take. And it's I'm not in there thinking about what can I get out of this. I'm thinking about what I can bring into this. This It's one of the rules I live by. Anything you want to comment on that?
1: No, it's true. I mean, that is, I think, something we both have in common is that when you want to be a contribution and you want to bring more to the relationship than you take, then it's like you know, going to uh, somebody's house is I, like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm the zero footprint guest, like that they want me to come back, that I, I leave a place nicer than I, than I found it. So those are things um that we both really value. And I think that's definitely one of our top commandments.
0: Okay. Other rule I like to live by, I believe I do is a bias towards taking action and execution. So get shit done make a decision, move forward. How are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? And and actually executing on it. As we uh, have come to know very well, uh, ideas are a dime a dozen. We've seen many, many, many ideas hit the creative wall and the white paper and all the stuff that goes with it. What is the action we're going to take? We Have had, I think, too many years of being in motion, or we've had the experience of being in motion and not in action. And then you kind of wake up one day and you go, What the hell? I'm not getting anything done. Yeah, well,
1: that I think you don't need to step over that. I think when we think about the majority of people are in motion, they're not in action. Mm. So they create a busy picture, they feel like they're doing stuff, they're moving things around, they're making calls, returning emails, but nothing's getting done. Yeah, that is such a big one.
0: It's a big one, you know, and, and depending on what you do for a living, and I and, and this is an easy one to, you know, shine a light on sales guys, for example, but they're in really unproductive busyness. You know, they're arranging files and they're getting stuff done, but they're you know, okay. Then their sales manager's going, okay, get out there and sell some shit Well, you're like, get some stuff happening. And I'm, so I'm, I'm using that as an example, only in that we want to make sure that are is the is the things that we're doing throughout the day is the chart or the course we're charting for ourselves for that day for that week for that month are we actually in fact taking action and executing or are we just unproductive busyness and, and
1: moving pieces around yeah yeah
0: and uh, be aware of that okay I'm blessed I think because i I love what I do And I know you do too. So we love what we do. We love our businesses. We love our teams. You know, the, we don't always get the results we want. I don't love that part, but I do always love the journey. And I always love, you know, we've had this conversation before and, uh, but the reason I bring it up is that you better love what you do. And then that way you have no problem problem outworking everybody else right? I don't ever think I'm working harder than somebody else. I just work. I do what I do. And I know sometimes you're critical of that, but, you know, that's, but I also love what I do, you know? So I, it's like, it's not like I'm grinding, you know, and, and hating it. I mean, gosh. And then I go through peaks and valleys of what I want to do and what I want to accomplish. And, and uh, yeah, so you know, I, I think one of the rules that I live by is I'm going to work outwork everybody, but I'm also blessed because I love what I do.
1: Yeah, that's a big deal. I'm I'm not. I don't love hard work. I love smart work, and I love efficiency. And I know it sometimes looks like I don't get a lot done, but truly, when you see the. The combination of how we work together, I think we've really accomplished a lot. In 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 especially for a couple of Northside kids from Edmonton.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you get lots done. You just you do work different. You, <clears throat> there's no doubt about it. You you are way more in flow than I am. That's for darn. Yeah, because I'm
1: outcome driven, and I you know it's not like I don't want to work hard. It's just that I don't want to waste effort in areas that I don't need to put effort. Yeah. I'm about efficiency. It's like with skating, you know, that's what quantum speed was all about. The smallest possible change to get the biggest possible result. I wanted to teach athletes and players, how to maximize the efficiency of movement so that it could get the maximum output. I love that. That's a theme everywhere in my life and business.
0: Yeah, you're very, very good at that. And um, I'm not as good as you. I should follow your lead. Um, (laughs) Okay. One of the things that I'm, you know, fortunate as well is that I've got a little bit of age, so I have a little bit of experience. Um, One of the things that you like is details. And uh, I'm not as detail oriented as you are, but there's one of the rules I want to like, I I try and live by is to know, and especially as CEO, as business owners, you know, is no more than everybody else and being attention to the details That's a rule to live by is to know more than everybody else in, in the, in a circumstance. So know the details. So when I come to a meeting, if I don't know something, I know what questions I want to ask and that what I want answered. Now, lots of people, don't come to that. They're trying to figure shit out. They don't even know what questions they're trying to get answered and they don't know enough to ask those questions, the right questions. So I want to be that individual that comes with input going, okay, here's some things that we're missing. I don't have answers to these questions, but I have the questions. And the question is really... The important part of it.
1: Mm, that's a really good point. Um, for me, I don't like being the smartest person in the room.
0: Oh no, I'm not. And I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. Okay, so yeah. Well, just for I'm glad you said that for clarity. I'm rarely the smartest person in the room. That's,
1: we have yeah. that in common. <laughs>
0: So no, yeah, no. And that's not what I'm no, suggesting. I, I get it. Yeah. And that's not what I'm suggesting. I just like to go into scenarios. It's one thing to be with your team and be comfortable in all the things that we do and we know how we all work, but it's another when you're going into a circumstance with people you don't know as well, or, uh, you know, maybe you're negotiating a deal or something's happening, but to be prepared in that regard. Okay. This is a big one. And this was a really, really tough lesson that I learned. Oh man, I I don't even like talking about it. But anyways, partner on values, then on strategy. So that goes back to understanding values and not getting thrown off your values and trust your values, trust your gut, trust you know what is right for you. What happens is, and I see this in the real estate world, I see it often with Individuals who get into a joint venture agreement, a joint venture deal on a piece of property, and they don't align with values, and the person who's who's actually the operating partner may compromise, may compromise their values because they want to get the deal done. And that always, I'm going to say always, don't ever say always and never. That often results in things going south. And the problem with that is, is it doesn't go south this year. It goes south in years later. And uh, so it's, it's kind of, it's not really karma. It's, you set the trajectory and the trajectory is going to implode at a certain point in time. It's like, okay, it's like software. It's wired and it's going to do what software does. You just don't know when it's going to do it. And it's because you compromised your values. And then it shows up as like, I'm so unlucky, or that guy is such an asshole. Well, no, he was an asshole when you signed the deal. So the point is, is don't compromise your values to, you know, choose values over strategy. Always. That's a really
1: good, really, really good one. When you put uh, strategy over values, and then there's things like, well, I did that for money, or I did that for... Efficiency, or I did that because I, I wanted the deal to close. You'll always have a reason. You'll always have an excuse. And ultimately, when that happens, it never ever ends well. <laughs>
0: exactly. Okay. Another rule that these, are, and I'm saying these are my rules. These are me getting clear and being aware. As I was preparing for this podcast some time ago, was to sit down and actually look at things that I believe that I live by, and I wanted to bring it back into my awareness. Now, at this point in my life, is is I, I'm pretty consistent with this. And, uh, I'm sure Stephanie will tell me if I'm full of shit, but you know, that's why I'm putting it out there. She's not heard these before, by the way. So these are all coming at her as in real time, just like they are for you. Okay. Another rule I want to live by help when you can help your friends, help your partners, uh, help your clients and ultimately be a contribution. So, you know, I'm purpose driven in that I want people to be the best they can be. And, you know, my, my purpose, you know, people living their, their, uh, greatest selves and living their best lives, being their greatest selves and living their best lives. So I come from that place all the time. I try and, uh, being a contribution.
1: Yeah and it's true you're a space holder for people to to discover their best selves as well. And you're non-judgmental. And that's what one of the things I love about you is I don't know if that's on your list, but is that you're non-judgmental and you hold space for people to to really figure out who they're being and how they can be their best selves on their own terms. And that's I think a really big one for me as well is that I want people to be successful on their own terms, on their terms, on what matters mm. to them. It doesn't matter if you're successful and you win a medal and you've compromised your entire value system. Then who who are you the next morning? when you get up and you know you have to look in the mirror. So I think that's I think something you and I have both in common.
0: Yeah. And uh you know to to that I you know I I you're right. I don't I don't judge. I don't hold a lot of, you know, the space I hold is for people to, you know, figure themselves out. It goes back to what you say, you know, you never ever 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 know what's going on for somebody else. And and often people are, you know, they do things that are kind of sideways or doesn't seem in alignment with them and then you go, no, they just got shit going on and you have to understand that. The biggest thing that I've learned over the years is that sometimes I've taken that on and made it about me and the realization is it's rarely about me or you or it's not about it's always about their it's their shit, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. Okay, so Another one, don't act out of emotion, especially desperation. Don't be desperate and emotionally desperate, but just don't act out of emotion. That is a tough one. And it's uh, something that takes discipline and it takes conscious thought process training. It's like being aware of the button. Now I can, I have to, I got lots of tolerance these days. Like it takes a lot to get me fired up and, and, I'm just a bitch when I get fired up, but it takes a lot to do that. Like these are, you know, a couple times a year, you know, it, it really is tough to get me fired up. I mean, I've known people for years who've never seen me fired up. Well, except if you're
1: talking about the Trudeau government or something, then you can get really, really fired <laughs> okay, up in okay, a moment. Okay.
0: Yeah. Get me talking about politics <laughs> and that's a little different conversation. Okay. Another rule. Do what you say you're going to do. Boom. Boom. I guess that's about it, right? Just do it. Okay. And uh, a big one for me is, is to really don't make other people's or other, other people's values wrong. We talked about it earlier and uh, that's such an important one. I, it's probably worth saying twice is that don't make other people's values wrong. Just understand it's their values and you don't, You may not align with those values. Doesn't number one mean that you can't know them as a friend and as an acquaintance? And, uh, you know, when you talk about the circle of safety and circle of support that, you know, that you talk about, Stephanie, is that you realize that there are layers of friends. There are friends that, you know, I often say, well, I've got a ton of friends. Okay, no, I've got a ton of really great acquaintances. And within my own circle of influence, there's like two people. You're one of them that I would really bring into my inner circle and that's a lot because i've learned lessons the hard way in terms of who you bring into that inner circle and so i know a lot of people and i have a lot of good acquaintances and i have very few good friends and I've got like a couple of people that I would even bring into my most inner circle about what's going on in my life and what's going on in business and all the rest of it. So that's something that I've become aware of. And, and, uh, and
1: knowing that is something that's so important because knowing you, you're also extremely social and you're good in social situations. You're more of an extrovert. I'm more of an introvert or an ambivert, basically. But you're so good. You make people feel comfortable. You can talk about anything to anyone. I don't know if
0: I do. You really do. Uh, And I can sit in
1: the corner and just, just observe. And I just really admire that about you. And I wish I had that quality you know more than i mean i i you know i'll go to a party and i'll ask you know people are like what do you do what do you do and i go find somebody and go hey what do you love to do you know let's get into it let's talk about really matters to you and people are like can we just have a drink
0: <laughs> it's true
1: <laughs> i just can't have shallow conversations it's
0: hard small talk is yeah it's not it's difficult, yeah, it's difficult. okay practice being decisive and making decisions Yeah,
1: decide move on
0: Decide, side, move on. That's really hard to do. And, uh, it takes practice and, uh, I still have to be very conscious about it because, uh, I'm as good as anybody at kicking the can down the road, but I do know that sometimes being decisive is actually better than kicking down. Yeah, because
1: indecision is a decision. Yeah. You know, procrastination is a decision. And when you think about procrastination and indecision and then you look at the end of the week and nothing's really happened is because you procrastinated or you just haven't decided. Yeah. And I find that for me, it says on the back of the hockey jerseys of every single player I've worked with over the last 30 years, I took a big stamp and went, you know, wrote the word decide on the back. So the player behind him skating knew that he had to, or she had to decide every stride, every step, every decision that they were going to make was going to take them closer to their dream. And I know, and the athletes that are listening to this right now, you know, it's like decide, commit, move on. Like you have to execute. There is no slow decision-making. You have to decide and move on.
0: Okay. So this is one that I still have to practice and I don't know. I wrote it down because it's a commitment to getting more clarity around it. It's, it's a button for you. It really pisses you off is, and that is know your core competencies, know what the hell you're good at and what you're not. Now I know what I'm good at and what I'm not at a, at a kind of a, a gut level or a intuitive level. Like I know, but I can't express it, you know? And then, and sometimes you go to me, you say, you know, you're good at that. And I go, I don't think I am. And you're going like, that pisses you off. Oh, it does.
1: It like drives me crazy is that you waste so much time questioning yourself or questioning your value or questioning what you're good at. And I just wish you would just listen to me.
0: Okay. (laughs) I know you're the boss. Okay. And here's one uh, that I do, and I know I live this, and these are one of my rules. And I do live by this rule, which is to pursue fulfillment above everything else. Now that sounds quite deep and profound, but there is a fundamental, which, you know, this is, you're aware of this. JG is aware of this. You guys live this better than I do, which is you come to fulfillment and I call it, you know, it's like joy, but really you guys use a really simple phrase. If it's it's not not fun, I'm not doing it. it. (laughs) That's right. So, you know, so uh, uh, that's it. You know, all I know is that if I'm being a contribution If I'm giving more than I'm expecting to get, that's where life is good. You know, it's being a contribution – that's where my significance lives, and I, that's not about anything. You know, significance we all need it. It's it's actually a human thing, and as soon as you get to that, it makes life way better.
1: Then you're not driven by ego as much. You're
0: not driven you by ego. You just know that you yep. need
1: significance.
0: Yep, and it doesn't have to look like anything other than being a contribution. It's not like you need need a pat on the back. It's an interesting world that, and that's one of the things that I know that uh, lights me up. It's why we do podcasts. It's why I do the things I do with Rain. It's why I love talking to the community uh, it's because I know I can be a contribution and it's one of my core competencies there you go there you go you you nailed it (laughs) there you go yeah so uh, any um, any core competencies that uh, you want to share as we wind things down
1: For myself, I I just loved hearing yours. And this was really fun for me to be on this side of the mic and to, to expand and extrapolate some of the things that you talk about. You know, I just really have to just acknowledge and give a shout out to my mom who passed away on September 29th, 2020. She's been gone just over a year. And one of the things she raised me with is, as long as I find what is true for me and my commandments, she lived by the Ten Commandments of the Bible and the Golden Rule. And she said, do unto others. You know, Mm -hmm. that's truly, I think that has driven me right from as, as young as I can remember, do to others as you would want others to do unto you. And to me, the golden rule is truly the, the foundation of what, what drives me. And I think that's why I think about. My contribution in the world and and what I want to create and the the spaces I want to create for the people around me, whether it's my clients or with my friends or you or even at, at our home here is that this space is a space of safety and contribution and love and light and creativity. And I just know that that's a commitment that I have in my values. And as far as, you know, my own commandments is if I'm true to that, then I know it's been a good day.
0: Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are aware of what the commandments are that you live by, it will bring your attention to being the best that you can be. And so in the world of mindset matters, having some rules, having some rules that you're committed to living by, and actually even sharing those rules and letting people know, because guess what? They then become boundaries sometimes, and sometimes boundaries are what you really need to to put out there with friends and family. So if you've enjoyed the show, let us know, appreciate any comments, any feedback, CEO at raincanada.com, CEO at R E I N com. You can reach out to me or Stephanie at that email address. And if you're interested in joining us for our mindset matters program, we get together once a month on a live webinar in a group setting, small group setting. And if you're interested in that, look at the link in the body of this particular podcast. Thanks ladies and gentlemen. Once again, feedback, CEO at rain, and, uh, Thanks, Stephanie.
1: Thank you, Patrick. That was awesome.
0: Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener. If you have any comments, suggestions or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo@raincanada.com. That's CEO at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you and until next time, Patrick O.